previously an unnecessary side project. We learned Joe was a masochist. And Matt wrote the next great American novel. Hi, I'm J.J. Abrams. And I'm Dave Thomas. And welcome to Unnecessary Side Project. Hello, Matthew. How are you? I'm great, Joe. How are you? I'm doing very well. It feels like a, a dog's age since we talked last. Yeah, I would say it feels like somewhere between, <laughs> somewhere between 13 and 15 days since yes. the last time we spoke. Exactly. I'd, I'd say a fortnight. A fortnight. It yeah. actually is a fortnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it a score? Four scores at a month? No. That... Uh, Score is years, isn't it? Uh, Something. Never no, four score and seven years ago. I think it's twenty years. I don't know. We Anything. shouldn't. Well, it's a fortnight. We got yeah. that much we know. What, one fortnight. It's a midsummer night's dream. Mm-hmm. That much we can tell. Oh my goodness. Sure. <laughs> the bars. So obviously we hit the ground running right back. Yeah, we're doing great. We're we're obviously in a groove, um, and we're doing great. So what are we doing this episode? I think we are gonna. Go back to our tried and tested Ask Reddit uh, format for our podcast this time. Okay. What we're going to do is take the, some of the top questions from this week uh, on Reddit that, really, that we can possibly answer, and hopefully that generates some um, things we can talk about. So should we talk about what happened last time we tried to record this? Yes. Uh, so we did a podcast last week. I guess, or it was two weeks ago. Yeah, it was supposed to come out last yeah, week. Yeah, and uh, similar Ask Reddit concept. And I would say, like, Nobel Prize winning quality. Like, one of the best. Do they give away Nobel Prizes for, for pot, not like a so, Pulitzer yeah. or something? No. Pulitzer? Yeah. Podcaster? <laughs> oh, oh. A Webby? We're yeah. going to win a Webby. So, it was, I would say, actually, a pretty solid podcast. Yeah. I, by far the most politically charged one we had. This is true. And then, um, Joe, who is responsible for everything relating to this podcast, except <laughs> speaking my portion of it. Yeah. So, all the technical side of it. Uh, he did. He unplugged his microphone from the computer before it was finished saving and deleted it. So yep. we'll never know how what Joe feels about um, the various political issues we discussed. Yeah, yeah. No, I I got rather heated in that yeah. episode. I'm par- partially glad that it didn't get out there. Yep. I also said your last name. It's true. So that saved me from having to do some editing there to take that out. Although you said, I don't care, after I said your last name, <laughs> yeah. so whatever. Anyone's curious, it was Joe's Mel Gibson moment. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no! Okay, no. It was not his Mel Gibson moment. It was moment. not. Okay. Ask Reddit. Yeah, so um, this is a, a, well, uh, a well-suited question for this format, is what's the topic you can go on for for hours without getting tired? So am I going first? Yeah, sure. my answer? All right, um... It always ends up being something that I don't... I mean, something I was interested in, but I didn't think that I could talk about at such length. Uh, and twice this has happened where I've, I've gone off on, like, uh, and like an hour-long tangent about a specific topic. The first time was about the history of Green Lantern and every iteration of the Green Lanterns of Earth. And I was in high school, and I was eating lunch, and someone asked me, it's like, Hey, Joe, tell me about Green Lantern. And for the entirety of the lunch, I went from Alan Scott, the first human Earth Green Lantern, all the way up to the most recent at that time, Kyle Rayner. And everything in between and everything, like their powers and like why they got chosen and blah, blah, blah. And it just, I mean, like I, I liked Green Lantern, but I'd never in sort of an unbroken block just talked nonstop about it. And 
So that, I guess that's one of them. The other one, I was over at a friend's house, and Reboot got brought up, and I gave a synopsis of every season of Reboot, and all of the TV movies that followed, and uh, that's still talked about in that group of friends. Like, we should ask Joe about Reboot again, because they loved it. Uh, it feels like that show that was like sort of computer animation or early. It was hundred percent computer. Yeah, animation. it was early computer animation, like yeah. late nineties, right? Yeah, it was done by a group out of British Columbia called Mainframe, I think. Uh, but it was the the company that sort of made the they made specialized computers specifically for rendering three D animation, and it was sort of them showing this is what our products can do. And it was also it was a really neat show. Like it was essentially like people living inside a computer and every time there was a game a giant purple cube came down from the sky and if you were inside the cube you became an npc in the game uh or and you were playing against the user and if the user won all of the npcs died so you never wanted to let the user win um but and i think i think it's coming back i think reboot is coming back. i don't know but yeah i loved that show as a kid i watched it all the time um yeah, but, uh, but I'll, I'll let you get to yours in a second, but there is one there's one episode of Reboot where Enzo is having a birthday party. Enzo is like the little kid, and he there's like a stage set up, and they have all these different people coming and doing things for him. And then there's one little character that comes, and he's a stand-up comedian, and he tells a joke in binary. But if you actually took the ones and zeros and, like, put it in a binary, uh, like translator it was like a super dirty joke but they got it in because no one checked it and then i think that's been removed from like future broadcasts of it but like it was yeah that's, that's it i always i always love those um random things when you're a kid that you you hear about like disney animators sneaking into shows and stuff yeah and I, some of them you can never really find some of them you, you either convince yourself you hear it or see it or you actually it actually is there like the aladdin one and uh these uh, uh lion king one yeah but anyway, uh, the I don't know if you saw it on it was on Reddit the other day. It was the original version of the Arabian Nights song from Aladdin. Yeah, I have that version on my. I, that was I thought that was the version. So like the they'll yeah. cut off your ear. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one I have on my like VHS at home. Really? Yeah. And this oh. is the one I saw in theater. But like that's how when I, like, when I sing the song in my head, those are the lyrics. So yeah. Someone said that was an outrage. I said, "What well, were the lyrics then?" Because that's how I rem- I knew them. Yeah, because I did, I I always thought it was that too. But then, yeah. uh, maybe like in future versions, maybe the Canadian the version or something. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Yeah. We're, we're we can deal with. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of topics, we can go on forever. I'm yeah. gonna go get my mom's VHS white box. You know those white plasticky boxes they used to have. Yeah, that I she do. collected because she knew they'd be valuable someday. Yeah, I'm gonna get that and watch it just to find out. But um, okay, so I have a couple topics. I was kind of jotting down here as we were discussing this. So jotting, uh, jotting down. <laughs> uh, one of them is. Probably the UFC, and that's only in the context of sports, like in a sports conversation. Uh, every other sport, my my knowledge depth gets exposed relatively quickly. Yeah. Um, so I, but the UFC, I could probably talk about for a long time. But and you do. Uh, yeah, but the, the I would say the the main ones that I would go off forever on are basically politics and religion. Yeah, the the two things that you're never you're supposed never to talk, supposed to talk yeah, about yeah. in public or in company. Yeah. You just lo- you yeah. love... And I, I have a theory why this is the case. So, because on the one hand, like, I think about... I think fondly about when I was in university, 
and I'm in a philosophy class, and I go out with some people who are in pop culture or something like that, and they they're they're more of a social science background, right? And we're approaching different social issues from different contexts, and they're for all intents and purposes like kind of experts in that topic, right? Right. And we're sitting down on a pint, and it's an awesome like thought provoking thought provoking conversation. So that makes it. Um, I really find it interesting, but the flip side, the extreme opposite is also, I find extremely addictive. Like when someone knows absolutely nothing, but are really sure what they're talking about, it drives me insane and I, for some reason, need to discuss it. Um, And I'll go on and on and on. The only time I I really get shut down is if someone just doesn't give a hoot about what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But did you see what happened on the news today? And they're like, yeah, I heard, you know, Kim Kardashian got married. It's like, no, that's not what I was referring to. I was referring to this thing. And like, no, I don't care about that. And are that's you, the only time I don't go off on a tangent about politics, yeah. I'd say. So are you playing the new Kim Kardashian online game? No, she I'd has, love to hear about she it. She has like an MMO type thing oh where essentially it's like a... MM Joe. Exactly. Yep. That's it. That's the whole thing. <laughs> it's an MM Joe. <laughs> um, no, it's like... It, it, I don't think I'm doing those right. <laughs> uh, no, that was right. Uh, in, in the framework of my... Insert the word Joe into anything that sounds like an O. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, that works. Um, yeah, it's just like, essentially... It's like Second Life? Yeah, I guess, but it's your, you're like, it, it's anime, it's like, uh, I don't know much about it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, stuff to, I cannot talk for hours about the new Kim Kardashian online game. Kim Kardashian, if you're listening, if you want to sponsor this podcast yeah. and have us promote it for you, feel free. Give yeah. us free usernames. Love you, Kim. Love you, Kanye. Love yep. you, Kim Ye. Love you, Kim Ye. <laughs> Love you. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, and politics and religion and stuff like that, I, I, we purposely decided, I think, early on to not talk about that kind of stuff on here because it just gets kind of awkward and people yeah. get upset and that's fine. Um, also, we're relatively like-minded, so it would just be us sort of self-congratulating ourselves on our superior intellect. Which is, when, which is every political show on every network I know, but it, yeah, well, and... Maybe yeah. we'll get, we get a following of, like, nut bars who just love our weird branch of politics. But, yeah, those are topics that I guess we both can go on for hours. Um, I think there's, like, probably a whole bunch more. Yeah. Um, you have a lot of, like, sci- mid-90s sci-fi stuff that you can go on for a long time. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I used to watch... I mean, do you remember, like, did you have Teletoon when it first came out? No, no, no. I didn't have cable, man. I had oh. the old, old uh, antenna that rotated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, okay, that, that in itself is cool, yeah. but... Um, yeah, like early Teletoon, which is, if, I don't know, are we a regional podcast or do I have to explain what Teletoon is? Teletoon. It's a Canadian. It's like Canadian Cartoon Network. Yeah. Um. Maybe it came before the Cartoon Network too, I think. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. No. No, No, it didn't. Ah, I'm sorry. Uh, so, yeah, and like there were a bunch of shows on there that were so weird and late at night they would play like just, like, dirty animated movies and stuff, and, like, it was, it was, like, the wow, because it was, back when cable channels were sort of allowed to be, other than, like, HBO is still, like, just all gratuitous sex and everything, but, like, just what is now essentially basic cable was allowed to have a lot more free reign, and, like, like, Teletoon had a ton of dirty stuff on. Remember the Comedy Network, which in Canada is... Comedy Central, but here's yeah. coming. Remember when that was still good, and they could swear and say all kinds of terrible things on there. I know yeah. they still do a little bit, but it's definitely much cleaner now than it used to be. Yeah, yeah, and it was, yeah, all all those channels like late night yeah, had like the dirtiest stuff on. I, yeah, 
It's pretty cool. <laughs> Late night on CTV, there was like Baby Blue. S- Baby Blue, hosted <laughs> by David Duchovny for some reason. No, no, no. no that no. was that was um, that was uh, Red Shoe Diaries. Oh, which is hilarious because now he plays like a sec- someone who's addicted to sex in the show. Yeah, or not now. It's been around the X Files. Like, seven years. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. All right. Uh, so um, a bunch of other questions here. Um, I'm gonna. You see the list, but I'm gonna just take one. I do. You, I see it. Yeah, that you. Um, so uh, that you're not necessarily expecting. But what do you think is good about young people today? Um, so basically, the question is: Older people have read it. What do you think is better about today's youth? So everyone always complains about a generation, the young generation, always having some kind of issues. They don't work hard enough, or yada yada yada. Okay. So, so this question tries to turn that on its head. So what are some things about in our in our profession? We deal with young people all the time. What's true? Yeah. What are some good things about them, <laughs> Joe? So we have to speak about people younger than us. Yeah. Oh boy. And like youth, not just like a, a the youth m- of the nation. Yeah. I don't know if you, yeah. Yeah. Speak about POD, POD if you're out there. <laughs> if you want to sponsor the podcast. Yeah. Um. Oh well. I, I think. Yeah. I think, like every generation gets more and more inclusive. I think. Like I, sort of societal norms and you know the way that people understand certain issues you know like the transgender community and the lgbt community i I guess transgender would be in there but like acceptance of that and that's like even even in our generation like there's still people that use derogatory terms and stuff just as as uh like a pejorative thing just to you know just to throw it out there for shock value and i think that less and less is happening now yeah um and i that's great i mean there is some people that sort of take it to the extreme like have we talked about tumblr before this is and I'm, you mean like tumbling like the like the olympics yeah exactly um no i know what tumblr sport. is but you mean, yeah you mean like yeah like, like the, the community on tumblr there are some they call themselves social justice warriors uh, that a lot like you know, good on you if you're out there for social justice and, you know, equality and that kind of stuff. But there are some people out there that are just looking to be offended and trying to find individuals and point out anything that's wrong with them. I mean, nobody's perfect. Some people slip up. I'm not excusing any actions or anything. But, like, I think the militant side of social justice in the younger generation can be a little trying because they're so optimistic because of their youth. Like, you yeah. and I are hardened... And we're not even, you know, middle-aged. Like, already we're jaded about everything. Yeah. It's only going to get worse because we've been around the block, you know, X number of times. So I think a part of that is that these um, younger people, including ourselves, I would include ourselves in this generation, um, there's this feeling that if you go on YouTube or make a podcast like we are, then someone's out there listening and, you, and you're somehow going to become famous or something like that. Yeah. And a lot of that outrage, I'm convinced, is someone who first heard something and they are the first ones to blog about it and the first one to tweet about it so they can up their follower count, up their views and all that kind of stuff right. in an effort to promote themselves. Like, I don't know how many people are actually outraged about about some of these issues. Like, um, I was just listening to uh, uh, Joe Rogan today and there was they were talking about the man versus food guy, mm-hmm. you know, the guy who eats big meals. Yes. I guess he lost his show. Because really? he was on a diet and he ha- he tweeted something and, and put a hashtag thinspiration, okay, which I guess is a word in the anorexic community or something like that. 
And oh. I don't know the whole story, so everyone's listening. I'm not trying to find anybody. I guess he may have gone on a tirade after or something like that because people started attacking him, and he just knew nothing about that. He had no... Yeah. So, like, he's in a trouble for something he knew nothing about. So I'm not sure if he reacted poorly after or whatever. He lost his show. But I think you'd be hard-pressed to not do or say something in almost everything you do in life and not offend somebody. Yeah. So I think... Oh, yeah. I think in that respect... Um, I think that's where that comes from, but I think you're right. You might see someone drop, like, like um, derogatory terms about, you know, the gay community or something like that, um, or, like, people use, like, people with, like, mental disabilities, they'll use words, whatever. But if you ask anyone I know, anyone my age, you know, do I think um, gay marriage is even a major issue that should be a debate as opposed to, like, this is an obvious right for everyone. Yeah. I don't know anyone... Honestly, I don't know anyone who would say, no, that's an issue for me. Like, they should totally be, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, but if I ask my parents, and, like, not my parents specifically, but their friends and that generation, there's definitely more of a hesitation. We're like, well, I'm not sure, and that kind of thing. And I think that's definitely the coolest thing about... Yeah, I mean, yeah, as time goes. But then, we're going to have something that is going to be the sticking point for the next generation, where they're going to say, how could you let this happen, or something. Like, I don't don't know what it is at the moment, but something we are doing right now... Not right now, obviously, but uh, is going to be the big issue in 10 years, 15 years, and it'll be, oh, it's an outrage, how can these people do this? So, I mean, like, obviously I want everyone to be equal and that kind of stuff, but I'm sure there's something that we're doing that we just are oblivious to, and it's just sort of the way that we act now, and it's just, it's socially acceptable at this time, but it will not be... And yeah, I, I don't know what that will be. I could, you could kind of guess. I can guess a couple of things really quickly. Just think about how the the world's coming, becoming more connected every day, right? Yes. Um, and technology is kind of growing exponentially. When people look back on our generation and our parents and our, even our kids, and they look at like the massive income uh, disparity between like North America and Europe and like Africa, or even like certain communities within North America, yeah, people okay. are going to say like. How'd you live like that? You guys are barbarians. We're raising taxes to eighty percent so everyone in the world can get fed. I think, and then someone like me might say, "I don't want to sp- pay eighty percent taxes. I want to live in my house, right?" Yeah. And that's kind of something that's I, only thing I can think of that which like rock the foundation of something yeah. that paradigm that I'm used to living in that's so obviously wrong. Yeah, in- income in um oh my goodness, income inequality is yeah. definitely going to be a big hot issue. Yeah. Or like uh, just we just, we just let some countries just die out there. We don't do anything about them. I don't know. Yeah. That seems like something we might address, but who knows? Yeah. I got and really then deep, probably really global, for a second, global warming. Yeah. Global warming is a big warning. one. Yeah. Why yeah. can't I speak? Global warming. Yeah. Yeah, we both, what, did we mention this? We watch Cosmos. Yeah, both we of do, us, yeah. And man, that's not a good feeling coming yeah. out of that one. Neil, yeah. I mean, it was it was all great when we were going through space, and then you bring us back down to Earth and yeah. show us that we're all going to die. <laughs> so that might be something where some, like, if a younger generation really advocates, you know, different income distribution or stuff yeah. like that, that might be something that we're not used to understanding because we've been a Bitcoin, if you will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've been uh, we've been in, kind of ingrained with this pretty standard, like you know, get a job, buy a house, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Bitcoin, you hear um, that there's all kinds of shading is happening with their board right now. No. So even their biggest supporters are kind of pulling out of their actual board of directors. I don't know anything about this, so Bitcoin people out there, don't come after me. But there seems to be some Are kind we of, moving to Dogecoin now? Uh, Dogecoin? Okay, Dogecoin or, or Doggy Coin? I don't... I'm Someone not getting doing, in that debate. Yeah. We're not doing GIF yeah. GIF and we're not doing Dog Do, Doge. Wikipedia versus Wikipedia? Okay, that one you're wrong. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
All right, yeah, maybe there's some stuff going on there. But yeah, I, I think that's the only thing I can think of. Maybe some, if someone else listens to this and can, and can think of a really obvious way that I'm oppressing people around me, and I will, my, and I will fight my children. Well, you are, a, you're me. a white middle middle class male, so you're oppressing everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And pretty much every day. Yeah. That, what's that? Speaking of really silly movements and overreactions, what's that men's rights stuff where people go all nuts? And, oh. Yeah. Yeah, M- MRA, men's yeah. rights activists. I can't tell if that's like a whole, they're all well, just trolling or if they're... Some, that whole thing is like, it's so strange because it's essentially taking the idea that women owe men sex if they are nice to them, the whole friend zone type thing, oh, yeah. and just amplifying it and giving you tools to get out of the friend zone. And they have all these stupid terms like, in order to get a woman to pay attention to you, because girls don't like nice guys, you have to say negative things to them. So you, they call hitting on women in their way negging. So you have to uh, neg yeah, a woman, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, and like it's just it seems like a really winning strategy to be a fulfilled, happy person. Yeah, and it's a lot of a lot of fedoras in that yeah. movement, really? Really? and you know. Uh, uh, feminism that's... is wrong because it's trying to make women better than men, and it should be qual. They're saying that men's rights activists want equality, and feminism is wrong because they're. T- but when in reality, like you need feminism because of the whole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much all of society is against women in every aspect, and you need feminism. Men don't have to do anything. Oh, uh, I, like you've you've lived comfortably your entire life because you're a man. And you're not in, in fear of being attacked or anything when you're on the street. And your only fear is other men. Yeah. Like, I don't want... If I'm in a dark... Sorry if you're inconvenienced night, slightly yeah. at some point. That doesn't mean that you're being oppressed. You know? I don't know. Yeah. If I'm in a dark parking lot and a woman is there and a man's there, I am... If I'm nervous at all, it's only if the man's there. I'm not expecting the woman to come mug me or something like that. Which she might. I'm not encouraging all the female muggers that are coming after me. I'm just saying... I got news for you, bud. Yeah. You know who that woman is? Zenya on a top. She's going <laughs> to jump on top of you, crush you with her thighs. And she's going to take your security clearance, and then she's going to go do something with it. I can't remember the rest of the That's movie. That's why we're so secretive about our jobs, because we are actually in the Canadian CSIS, or is that what it's called? Yeah, yep. Secret That's agents. the one. I always thought that um, MI6, which is the spy agency that Bond is part of, mm-hmm. I always thought it was M16. I didn't oh. know that the I was an I. I thought it was a one. So I, I called it M16 until for the longest time and felt like an idiot. Yeah. It was like my uh, my facade facade thing. There is a, there's an M16 rifle, right? Isn't there? M16. I don't know. Uh, Maybe? That, that sound, that's probably why. I think it's like a gun. Are you talking about a Glock? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Magnum, is that a thing? Magnum PI. Yeah. So I want, before we move on, I forgot what I was going to say, but I remember now. Okay. I am upset that fedoras and male headwear in general has been co-opted by all these people who give it a really bad name, like hipsters and, you know, neck beers and stuff like that on Reddit. I think, yeah. why aren't, I want to wear a hat to work. Why can't I do that? Why can't I wear a three, three-piece suit to work, Mad Men style, pop on a nice hat? But it's... Now, if I, if I buy one of those hats and walk down the street, instantly people think things about me I think I think I think there's a difference like if you if you were wearing you know a, a three-piece or like a two-piece suit or a three-piece suit with a trench coat with nice shoes on and you were wearing a hat as you would yeah. like and it's that you would be fine but it's people who wear like the 
International Clothiers black uh, button-up t-shirts with flames coming up the side, oh, yeah. and like jean shorts, and then sandals with, with socks, and then a fedora, like yeah, that dresses yeah, yeah. it up. It's like, you're not helping yourself, bud. Like, it's just a hat. That's not making you, that's not, that's not completing the look for you. Yeah. Alright, fair enough. It's, I, I mean, I'm gonna take that back. You I, can do it. I'm gonna do it, man. You're a handsome man. <laughs> just start dressing better. You look like crap. <laughs> 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 on that note mm-hmm. um we got a couple other questions left to wrap up our podcast here yes um so um can't wait to hear what you're gonna say which one is it i'm looking at the sheet i know yeah um and what makes you like a person instantly what makes me like a person instantly so i'll, I'll begin this one um i would like for you because i yeah, can't think yeah. of anything so my girlfriend is convinced that oh, using someone's using someone's <laughs> My partner is yes. convinced that using someone's name in conversation is something that they like to hear. It's endearing to them. So if I repeatedly say, Joe, nice to see you, Joe. Great talking to you, Joe. I'm already enamored. Yeah. People like hearing their own name. Mm-hmm. And I, while she might be right, my argument to that is, of the, of the 100 times you do that, the positive energy you get from the 99 times you get their name right versus the negative energy you get when you use their name wrong that one time isn't worth the risk for me, so I never try using any like of names. Like when we were at that conference and I very confidently said to the guy, oh, hey, so-and-so, and totally said his wrong name. Yep. <laughs> like, yep, so that's... Pretty much just drank myself to sleep that night because I felt like <laughs> such an idiot. It's a healthy way to deal with it. <laughs> um, but I think what someone... What makes you like them instantly is if they genuinely care about whatever it is you talk about in your first interactions. So if it's something as simple as, you know, what do you do for a living? And you, and you give them like a 30 second explanation and they actually care. And then maybe later on bring it up. Yeah. doesn't mean that we're best friends or anything. And, and then it makes me interested in what they do for a living. That kind of makes me like them instantly, I think. Yeah. I mean, def- definitely good conversationalist is a big thing. Like being able to not having awkward silence in conversation. And I like, you and I have a pretty good rapport, I think, but you have seen me in other social situations. I'm not a good conversationalist. Like, we're able to go back and forth on stuff, but you throw me in a room and ask me to talk to that guy. I'm not doing it. I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't do small talk. I can't, I need to, like, build a relationship with a person through trial and error. <laughs> but that's, but that's, but even then, that's still endearing, I think, because you're not, Aww, you're you. not rude to someone, right? Like, I've been in situations well, where I talk to someone and... Like, I was at a bar once with a guy, and he was uh, interested in this girl, and and she was a mutual friend of ours. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know the guy very well, but we were talking, and then that girl, as soon as that girl was not in our company, I was, like, mid-sentence, and he just turned his back and walked away from me, because he clearly had no interest in speaking to me. He was just only interacting with us because he was trying to get in with the girl. Oh, okay. And I was like, you could have just finished, me finished my sentence, yeah. and walked away, and said, oh, I have to go now, and I would have felt great. But yes. instead, you just did that. And I will despise this person for life, uh, which is the opposite of the question we asked. But off air, I want to hear who this person is. Yeah, you don't know them, but yeah. Okay. Um, but things like that, I think, and like the opposite is also true. And someone out of nowhere remembers something about you, or even just, I think, just you know, listens for a few seconds. I think that's a great way to get someone to like you, or for you to like them. Yeah, um, food is a big thing for me. Like if you if you offer me a tasty treat, uh, or have <laughs> scratch your belly too. Is that yeah, help? I mean. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm ba- I'm like a bear. Like if you if you give me a treat or if like you give me like a tree that I can scratch my back on, that I'm automatically we're friends for life. 
You know what um, else is, is fun? So you you like karaoke. I do. That's something else I think that's... My good friend Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I think if, if you are doing uh, some kind of out, um, outgoing activity, whether it's like karaoke or whatever, some kind of team building garbage that I've done in various situations. Right. Or even just at a party in someone's house and you're doing charades or something like that person who goes for it like i instantly find that endearing for whatever reason even making a fool of themselves yeah i like it i appreciate the effort yeah no if you're not being obnoxious passion about yeah. something like yeah. i don't like i mean everybody goes through a phase where they think they're cool and detached and like everything's lame and like as not me <laughs> <laughs> like i think you go through a period where you define yourself by stuff you don't like yeah because it's easier to fit in that way i don't know if we've we talked about this uh we talked about wanting to be part of a team kind of the opposite concept yeah but then like as as i think as you age you start defining yourself by things you like and things that you have sort of a positive relationship to i think that's part of maturing and like people who do that it's great like i just you know uh (laughs) Uh, someone just walked in, and I'm trying to be cool and continue my conversation. But that's I'm all right, flustered. it's about to happen at some point. Yeah, that's all right. We were going to a bus terminal, so we're good to go. Yes. <laughs> no, I think that's true. I think as yeah. people, um, passion, passion is very important in every aspect of life. And you know what's cool is that if um, this is now we're talking about more of the art of conversation, which you know I think everyone struggles with mm-hmm. in their own way. They, like you, you obsess. You talk about huh? being <laughs> what. Being socially awkward in, with a stranger, I always feel like I talk over people because I hate awkward silences, so I just make up nothing and I'll just start talking, right? Yeah. What I do find endearing is when you sit down with someone and you say, hey, like, you know, I see you're working on this thing or what you do for a living, and they do something that you've never heard of before. You say, what does that mean? And they, so they wait for you to kind of inquire more, and then they will explain everything that you're interested in. And you're right, that kind of passion, I think, is kind of cool. Yeah. So, like, uh, my, my girlfriend's brother-in-law... I love talking to him about his job because it's, it's like supply um, supply chain management. Yeah, right? exactly. I, I know so little about that yeah. world. It's just explaining how it all works. I find it fascinating. Uh, but he, he would never just bring it up and start talking for an hour. He yeah, would, that's not yeah. really like a like a party conversation. It's yeah, like, yeah. Hey, let me let me tell you guys about vertical integration. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, that's. Yeah. I, I went through business school. I know a little bit about it, and it's it's rather dry. But I'm sure when you're Actually, when it's not theoretical and you're actually dealing with people, yeah, and you ask about it. I'm sure it's it's extremely uh, yeah. interesting. So it talks about like companies making bids and all kinds of cool stuff. And I mean, obviously in vague terms. I'm not trying to get the guy fired here. Nothing, nothing that was confidential. I assure you. But just no. Cool I mean, you've never met this guy either. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. this is all yeah. theoretical. He doesn't exist. <laughs> but yeah, uh, on. Uh, the end uh, response, things, I can't really transition Wow, this. are we, gonna, are we finishing? <laughs> Speaking of things that don't exist, we are out of time. Yes, <laughs> oh, that's great. Terrible. It's beautiful. I loved it. <laughs> that was the best segue to the end of the show I think we've ever had. So I guess on that note, uh, we'll say goodnight uh, from everybody here at Unnecessary Side Project, all the producers, all the editors, uh, Grips. Kim Ye. Kim Ye. <laughs> Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, POD, all of you out there, thanks so much for all your help, and uh, we'll see you in a week. Take care. Bye. Thank you for your patronage. We will see you next week.